Greetings and welcome to Pundits Making Picks. Right, Mark? Yeah, good alliteration there. Pundits Making Picks. That was, uh, that's, we've decided to rename the, the podcast. I think we're being generous calling you a pundit. What is a pundit? <laughs> I don't know. It's a like a, fa- yeah, it's like like a fancy word. It's like, it's, I bet, it's like what, Brit- I'm sure it's what British people call, like, yeah. analysts. Which sounds like a fancy way of saying Google uh, that. Just Google the analysts. definition of pundits right, and we'll get back to it. But, uh, no, th- uh, thank you for joining us. It is week five. It's like British people calling trash rubbish. <laughs> According to Merriam-Webster, a pundit, <clears throat> a person who gives opinions in an authoritative manner, usually through the mass media. Hey, but what's the primary de- uh, The primary definition is a, a learned person. An expert in oh, a particular... learned. It has that, it has that little okay. accent over the year. No. An, an expert in a particular subject or field who is frequently called on to give opinions about it to the public. That yeah, describes... That would be I don't know if people free we I think we like basically <laughs> we do ourselves to yeah. Give, yeah give them I don't know if people call on <laughs> we're self classified pundits but we digress <laughs> it is Wednesday and it is time to uh, make our picks against the spread uh, our American Athletic Conference picks against the spread it's another light week I guess because the majority of the conference teams are playing each other. Um, and so it's going to be like more often than not. The rest yeah, of the way. yeah. The rest of the way, it's going to be that way. So it's week five. Um, I am, I am very, very happy to inform everyone, but especially you, Mark, and you, Evan, that uh, I have taken the lead. Okay. What do you do in the picks? Yeah. I, I, I'm you are the top take smith. If yeah. You I'm the top pundit. I'm the primary pundit here. Okay. Um, the king pundit around here. Huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So for at least through four weeks. Uh, so, uh, so we'll see if that holds true and we'll see if that, uh, continues this week, uh, week five. So we will go through, uh, do we have a game of the week? Well, why don't we do Southern Cal at Washington? Okay. Yeah. Sound good. Why not? Teams. Why get, not? Get a little West coast flavor for Evan. Hey, it's all right with me. Yeah. Yeah. We'll give why you a not? chance to catch up in the standings. Hey, I'll take that chance. All right. So, uh, that'll be our pick of the week. USC at Washington. There are other games that we have on the schedule this week. UConn at UCF. Uh, SMU at South Florida. Georgia Tech at Temple. Cincinnati at Marshall. East Carolina at Old Dominion. And Houston at North Texas. And obviously tomorrow night, uh, as we're recording this Wednesday, the Thursday night game is uh, Memphis at home against Navy. So we'll do that one either last or next to last, however we decide it. But uh, So we'll start off with a bang. UConn on the road at Central Florida, no longer undefeated Central Florida. Uh, Central Florida, despite that, is favored by a whopping 43.5 points. That is a crazy <laughs> spread. For two FBS teams, that is a that is a crazy spread. Now, I will say, last week I was shocked that Indiana was a 27-point favorite over UConn. They covered. Um, so Pretty wet by a touchdown. Yes. Wow. Um, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say it's a trend. UCF covers this 43 and a half point spread. They take out their anger on on Randy Edsel. That's exactly what I told Evan before you before you uh, made your way to our palatial podcast studio here at uh, Commercial Appeal headquarters. Um, so that takes the mystery out of my pick. I'm going with Central Florida. This is, they call this rivalry the civil conflict. It'll end just like the Civil War, one sided. I'm going with UCF, yeah, but the North one. 
They were, it was a one-sided victory. They dominated. The Union won. The Union dominated the South, if we recall that. But it's it called the what? The Civil Conflict. That's what it's called. No, they, they tried to make... So, Bob Diaco, when he was the Yukon coach, tried to make this a rivalry. Uh, and yeah, they <laughs> okay. miserable. All right. <laughs> That's just like, a even, very... He even made a trophy, but yeah. like, UCF didn't actually acknowledge that it was a rivalry. It was like Bob Diaco decided to create. He wanted UConn to have a rival. Just in his head. And he literally yeah. made a trophy and everything, and no one knows. I think there were stories written. Like I don't think people know where the trophy went. Um, but, yes. So. All right. Either way, I'll take UCF to cover. All right. Uh, cover this. Yeah, all right. We're taking, we're, we're taking UCF, all of us. All right. Uh the Mustangs of SMU are favored by seven and a half points at USF. What do you think? Coming off a big win over TCU, um, I'm going to say I'm going to say they continue their run here. I'm going to say they cover that seven and a half SMU. I will say they cover. I like obviously like what SMU is doing this year. They're on a roll. They look like the biggest surprise of the AAC so far. I say they cover. So, Mark, you're a believer in. SMU's quarterback, what's his name? Shane Bouchelle. Yeah, there you go. It, Good got job. This week. Got it this week. Um, All right, yeah. so uh, you guys both pick SMU, is that right? Yep. Uh, I'm going to do the same thing, um, and, and I'm just going to leave it at that. Okay. Unlike last week. Georgia Tech at Temple. Temple is favored by 8.5 points. Temple just had a letdown loss. After beating Maryland, a letdown loss against Buffalo and the fighting Mark Allnuts. Um, Georgia Tech is pretty bad this year. They've got a triple. Op- they've got triple option personnel not playing triple option um, with the new with their new coach. It's. I, I'm curious. Was this game on this? Because this is Georgia Tech's coach is the old Temple coach, Correct. right? Right. Correct. Right. Ooh, that's complicated. Uh, it, it does throw. I'm going to say Georgia Tech covers this. I, Temple's off. Temple has a good defense. Their offense is not very good. Okay. So I'm going to say Georgia Tech covers this. I'll say that Georgia Tech wins, but Temple makes it close, I think. So I'll go uh, Temple. I'll be well, Temple player. is an eight-and-a-half-point favorite. Oh, Temple. No, it's okay. So, so, all right. So, so I'll, go Georgia Georgia Tech. Tech. I'll take Georgia Tech then. Yeah. All right. Well, then I'm going to attempt to uh, – It's in Temple or Georgia Tech? At Temple. Yeah, at Temple. At Temple. Okay. I'm going to attempt to extend my lead over you two and pick Temple. Okay. It's probably smart. Probably smart. Bounce back game. Yeah. It's a bad team. I right. mean, Georgia Tech is a bad team. Right. It's a toss-up. Although they did beat USF, correct? They did. Yeah. Just so people know, that game was contracted in July 17 before Jeff Collins got the Temple. Gotcha. Okay. All right. Um, Marshall is hosting Cincinnati, and Ooh. the Bearcats are three-and-a-half-point favorites. I should mention, we should mention that we're using the BetMGM.com odds. Okay. Those are the odds. We, 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 in Marshall this game? Yes. Marshall played Boise State pretty tough a few weeks ago. Um, Fighting Doc Holliday's. Cincinnati, another team, not a great offense. Great defense, not a great offense. I'm going to say at home Marshall covers this. Maybe even wins the game, but covers. It's a tough pick for me. I will go – I think I'll take take Cincinnati. I'll take Cincinnati to – wait – so Cincinnati's a favorite, right? Yes. Yeah. I am blind today. I will go with Cin- I will take Cincinnati. They okay. will they will show up on the road and take care of business. Well, I'm picking Marshall. I like 
I like Marshall. We are Marshall, if you will. We are going to pick Marshall. All right, all right, all right. All right. Uh, East Carolina at Old Dominion. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this is uh, probably going to be a barn burner. It's, it's actually, so pe- what people don't realize, ECU and o- Old Dominion are actually very close to each other. They're only, it's only like an hour and a half. Two-hour drive, mm. not unlike Cincinnati and Marshall, right? Mar- yeah, they're, they're not very close too. They're not all that far apart. ODU has played UVA and Virginia Tech really tough. Yep, hasn't gotten over the hump like they did last year, and when they beat Virginia Tech. Well, the Monarchs are favored by three. Yeah. Um, hmm. They're going to be confident because of how well they played against Virginia Tech and UVA, and. It just feels like ECU is a year away from being that kind of upstart, respectable team. Mm-hmm. So I'll go ODU here. I'll do the same. I mean, we saw last time we saw ECU, I believe, two weeks ago they played Navy and they just did not look great. I don't think they're going to look any better. ODU played Virginia Tough last Virginia or Virginia Tech last week they played. Virginia. They played them really tough. I'll go OD, Old Dominion. Okay. I'm a big Bobby Wilder believer myself, and so I'm going with Old Dominion in this one as well. All right, uh, if I had told you two weeks ago, three weeks ago, that Houston would be going to North Texas as a seven-point dog. So if you had said Monday, yeah. Monday they were a two-and-a-half-point favorite. This line swung nine-and-a-half points since the On announcement the that Deer King and Keith, Collins. and Keith Collins, Corbin, Corbin, Corbin. Keith, Corbin, um, Keith Corbin, are red-shirting. They were two-and-a-half-point favorites at the start of the week. So so a two-score swing yes, based on that news, yes, essentially. So, I think. That's wild. It's, and it's, is this game in Dallas? In North Texas. In Denton. Denton, Texas. Which so is like, Houston got suckered into a home-and-home home with North Texas, North Texas, just like Memphis? <laughs> yep. Um, okay. I'm going to say North Texas covers. It feels like Houston. This, it feels like I'm not convinced, despite what Derek King is saying, that he's doing this because he's coming back. Yeah, I don't either. I, I have My gut tells me, even though his dad, Eric, who named his son Derek, which is kind of, I'm not, not a big fan of that, but I, I'm convinced he's telling the truth, that, he, that, that his son is probably, like, yeah. this strikes me as these guys don't like Dana Holgerson that much, and... Yeah. They just need to be good soldiers till they finish their degree, so that they can transfer. Um, they can grad transfer after the season. So, I think this strikes me as Houston. Houston's folding its cards, and I think they'll. I think the team might follow suit with their their quarterback. So, North Texas wins big. Okay, I'm taking North Texas. Obviously, Houston. I think Houston's biggest problem the last few games, besides their demons, was they were just worn down. They were tired. They played, what, three games in 12 days. So they'll be able to get rested for this game. But we saw Clayton Toon last year, their new quarterback. We saw him against Memphis. He did not look great. I don't think they're going to win this game. So I'm going to take North Texas to win and cover. Well, I think uh, I want to pick Houston. I really do. Um, But I'm not because they're not good. Um, and so I'm going to pick the mean green and, and predict that Mason Fine has a big, big day uh, for North Texas. A fine so, day, you say? A fine day for Mr. Fine. All right. Um, so you want to do Memphis now? or Let's do USC at Washington. All right. We'll save the best for last. Okay. <laughs> All right. 
So USC at Washington and Washington is a nine and a half point favorite. The Huskies are favored by two scores. And it's at Washington. Now let's say USC covers that. Well, here's the thing: we have no idea who's going to start at quarterback for USC. They could be going to a third string quarterback that game. Um, he looked pretty good though last week. He did. <clears throat> he did. But again, we'll see what happens when they go on the road. Um, Chris Peterson is not a guy I would bet against. So. I'll say Washington. Uh, so you're picking Washington. I'm picking Washington. Cool. They're favored by nine and a half. Favored by nine and a half. Uh, um, give me Washington. Give me Washington. I like Washington in this one. The Pacific uh, Northwest. Why not? Yeah. So um, <laughs> that brings us to the Thursday night special at Liberty Bowl Memorial Stadium here in Memphis. The Tigers are favored to beat Navy. By 11 points. My score prediction uh, says Navy covers. I'll stick with that. I had Memphis winning 27-21, and I'll stick with that. Even though Vegas Vegas seems to know something about Navy. Vegas does not believe in their first two wins very clearly (laughs) is what this line says to me. And Vegas isn't wrong that much. They really aren't. Keep that in mind, but I'll, I'll go Navy covers but does not win. We had the same prediction score-wise, 27-21. Yeah, you which, did. Which, gonna... which, yeah, we did not discuss beforehand on commercialappeal.com, but we do have that. Yeah, pure coincidence. Yeah. Um, I will stick to that as well. I think this game will be close. I think Navy um, covers, but, of course, I'm sticking with my prediction on that. Um, I do not think Memphis can – the thing about this, I don't think Memphis can score enough – to go up by double digits and hold that lead. I think Navy will make it close, but Navy will, I'm taking Navy, but Memphis will win. Same here. I, I got I got Memphis winning 21-13, so uh, I like Navy keeping it close. Uh, but, again, Memphis is going to win. So we'll see. We'll see how it all plays out. Obviously, again, Memphis and Navy are on Thursday night. Everybody else plays Saturday night. Uh, so um, unless anybody else has any – uh, any anything they'd like to add, I'll go ahead and wrap this up. It's been a pleasure. Week five is here. We'll see you in week six.